Okay, guys, we're moving ahead to Daf Kafzayin Amud Bet. Okay, and our plan to uh, to get to the end of the Masechet by the end of Zman here. We're in a new Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us as follows: In Mochrina shall Rabim liachid mipeshim baridino tomikdu shatod div Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says you can't sell public things to an individual because that inherently uh, reduces the level of kedusha. Says Rabbi Meir. They said to me, that's the case, you can't even sell from big city to small city. Because if you think that, uh, that uh, what's it called? Reducing the number of people who have access to this item, you know, let's say it's a shul or whatever it might be, if reducing the number of people is problematic, so qu- qu- quantitatively, who cares how many people are being reduced? It, it, it didn't say reducing number, it said Rabim Siachi. Ah, so, so that's going to be the Machloket. So Gemara says, Shopper, Ka'amr, Rabbi Meir. So it seems like the Gemara, the Rabban had a great time to Rabbi Meir. That's a great point. Rabbi Meir, Meir Donali, Irk Tana, Meikar Kadisha, Hashanami Kadisha. says, No. From a big city to a small city, originally I had Holy Sanctity, now it's Sanctity too. Meaning, what's he saying? That qualitatively, not quantitatively, qualitatively, cities and cities both have kedusha. But mirabim liachid like a kedusha. But from from rabim to yachid, it lacks kedusha. Okay, Rashi says at the very top, because you can't say dvarim as we saw earlier with fewer than ten people. So there's a big difference between an individual person and a small city. Okay, uh, the Gemara says, says no, if you have to be concerned in one case, in the case of the rabim you'd be worried in a big city, small city too, because of rabim hadra melach. You see, it's right. It seems to be like a pretty clear. Uh, argument here that Rabbi Meir is focusing on the qualitative distinction between the Rabbi and Yachid, right? That you cross some type of line when you get below a minion, whereas the Chachamim seem to be focusing on a quantitative point. But Robam Hajamel, the more people the better, the bigger shul, the smaller shul, not going to be any good. Okay. New Mishnah again. New Mishnah again. Ramir says another rule is you can only sell a shul on condition that they want, they can get it back. Okay? Rashi says, Afilu me rabim le rabim. Even from one community to another community, Asar Rabbi Meir Mechirat Chalutin, the Derek be Zayonu. Because it's like disgraceful to sell a shul permanently. You have to always have an out class. Back in the Mishnah. I'm saying, no, you can sell forever. Except for four things that you're not allowed to sell it for, um, where it says as follows, For Merchatz, a bathhouse. Borski is a tannery, which is often very smelly. Tvila uh, for a mikvah and beit hamayim. Machlokah beit hamayim means either it means like a laundry, or it can mean like a bathroom. Like we often say, like a, a mayim is sometimes like urine. So, Rabbi Yomer mochrin otal l'shem chaser. Rabbi says you can sell it for a chaser, a courtyard, which is sort of a very like uh, I guess generic use. Baluchach mashir teyaseh. Whenever the bar, the purchaser wants to do with it, we'll do with it. Okay, fine. Back to the in the Gemara. Gemara says the Rabbi Meir hechi dayriba. Point to Rabbi Meir. How can you live in it? Hahavile ribit. It will be ribit. Now, um, let's say for example, uh, you're selling this shul, and I guess you're going to use it for something else. Maybe I guess to live there. So how are you going to? It's going to be a question of ribit. Now, what's the ribit here? The ribit here, I mean, the interest is as follows. So let's say you sell off the shul. Okay, this person, the purchaser, bought it. Now they're going to live in it. Okay, and then the the seller says, oh, I want, to, I want to sell it back. I want to buy it back. So you sell it right back to them. Okay? But what ends up happening, so that looks kind of like a loan. 
right? Because it's like he sold it, he sold it right back. So it's kind of like a loan. It looks like it. And the point is that the the lender, in the sense that the guy who gave the money originally, right? Because he gave the money and then they gave the money back, right? So he ended up you getting use of this jewel, let's say for a month. Well, that's what repeat looks like, right? I give you money, you, right? Over the right, I get a, I get uh, I get you give me back, and I also got some benefit in addition to my money back. So that's right. I gave you the money for the shul, you give me money back, and I got the use of the shul for a month. So that looks like repeat. So that's the question. How can that how can that be permissible? So I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Meir, we should talk Rabbi Yudamara. Rabbi Yochanan said that Rabbi Meir understands like Rabbi Yudam. The Amar Tzadachab Ribit Mutar. Because he said this Hagdiya Tzadachab Ribit is permissible. What is Tzadachab Ribit? Literally means one side in Ribit. Really what it means is that um, if it's uh, a re- potential Ribit that may or may not occur. Okay, potential Ribit that may or may not occur. I mean, the only time we have Ribit is if, in fact, they buy back the shul. So it looks like you had an exchange of money that was a loan with some usage of the property. Right, that's what, but that doesn't necessarily going to happen. Maybe they're not going to buy the shul back, so that wouldn't be an issue at all. Okay, so that's a machloket. So that's what he holds, and then that's why it wouldn't be repeated. Titania, I'm talking about right this follows. Harisha yano shepecha viromane. A guy uh, uh, lends uh, uh, his friend a uh, a money, a hundred zuz. Vasalo sadehu mecher. And in order to pay back the loan, so this guy sold off his field. Uh, okay, bezman shemocher ochel perot mutar. So as long as says the brayta, as long as the seller is the one who's able to eat the fruits, the produce of that field, okay, because he's the one who owes the money, yeah, so as long as he continues to eat the fruit, uh, it's mutar, it's permissible. But but if the per- if the buyer, right, who is also the lender, right, if they're the ones who are eating the fruits, so then it's prohibited. Why is it prohibited? Because if the lender, in that case, in this scenario, that person's like, that person's the lender, so they're getting a side benefit for the loan. The side benefit is to get the produce of this field. Right, and the point is obviously, uh, I should say obviously, the point is that, that this guy's only selling the field kind of temporarily just until he gets comes up with the money to buy it back. So that's like interest. What? That's, so that, the, that's interest. the interest, exactly. That's the interest. But that's that's the how the comments begin. Right? says, no, even if the purchaser is the one that gets to eat the produce, it's still permissible. Why? Exactly what we're saying, right? Because he's saying it's That's not what's the guarantee that what was necessarily happened that was going to happen for sure, but it's only a situation that's going to happen if the guy ends up coming up with the money and buying the thing back. Then it looks like repeat. If you never bought the thing back, it would, it would, it would not be repeated on. That's what we call Sadaqa Bribit, and that's the Machloke in the Bright. Ve'am Rabbita. Furthermore, uh, the Bright continues. Rabbita says, Ma'asab Bait Bibitus Benzonan. There's a case of this Baitus Benzonan, Sha'asa Sadehu Mecher, Apira Blas Benazari. So he made his field into like a sale. Okay, this. Same idea, based on the teaching, I guess, of Rav Lezim Nezariah. And the Lokeach was eating the produce. Um, okay, so that seems to be a proof that, uh, in fact, is uh, permissible. That's what Rav is saying against the Chachamim. So Amr Lo, they responded to him. Misham Raya, that's a proof? You had the story wrong. He just got the story wrong, right? I mean, obviously, that's the crux of the whole issue, like what the story is. But they disagreed about the actual facts of the case. Either way, the Gemara says, "My benayu." What's the what's the the difference between these two opinions? Why do they argue? Sada chabrebit ikibenayu. Right. The, the issue, the difference is this issue. It's sada chabrebit. Marsavar sada chabrebit mutar. Marsavar sada chabrebit asur. Okay. So that's the mafloket. And that's what we're saying. Okay, too, just to keep it clear that Rabbi Meir, who says in the Mishnah, you're allowed to uh, do this, that he holds this idea of Rabita as well. That sada chabrebit is mutar. Now, uh, Rava Amar, Rava disagrees. No, everyone agrees. Even Rabbi Meir would agree that, or even Rabbi, I should say, that Sadaqa Rebid is Asura. And here it's a different issue. It's a Rebid Amanat Lahakzir. It's in a situation where there's a potential for return. Mar Savar Rebid Amanat Lahakzir Mutar. Mar Savar Asura. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So it's a question. Right. It's a question of if the if the rebid can be uh, returned afterwards, uh, meaning that. Uh, uh, that even if the lokeach would buy would uh, eat the fruits, if he would then have to return the value of that of those that produce that he ate afterwards. Let's say like, oh, I had to fill up this amount of time. So it's all conditional. Once I you, I sell it back to you. Okay, so so uh, if that lokeach would um, end up selling the thing back, he would have to then return the amount that he ate before. And then, okay, and that's the question. Does that make it mutar or so? It says a mafal because that's a rubber that's different understanding of that uh, that issue. Okay. Now, so Rachamim said, no, you can sell the uh, the Beit HaKnesset uh, forever, okay? And you don't have to have this out clause automatically. So I guess when we're also talking about a Beit HaKnesset, we talk about the issue of using the, the, the bathroom afterwards. So he says, Shmuel says, a person is allowed to urinate within four amot of Tfilah, meaning of where you said the Shmuel Nesri, Okay. That you're allowed to do, because I guess that's not such a, a disgrace. Amr of Yosef, Michael Mashmalan. Yosef, what are you teaching us? Tanina, we already have that another brayta. Rabbi Do Omer, Mochmino Taloshum Chatzer, Vilokeach Mashirte Yaseh. Meaning that's in the, uh, that's in our Mishnah. Meaning Rabbi Do said you can sell the shul for the purpose of a courtyard, and the and the buyer can do whatever he wants with it. Well, if that's the case. The buyer can do whatever he wants with it. Apparently, it would be permissible even to use it for urination. Okay, you know people had daven there, right? That's a fine makom tefillah, but now no longer. So that's what's going to be. Right, even Rabbanan only said that, that you can't do that because if it's a Beit Knesset where the Kedusha is established, it's fixed, permanent. About Dalad Amot, but when it's within uh, when it's in uh, within Dalad Amot of a place that you just randomly where there's no established Kedusha at that particular place, I just happen to stop at the side of the road, you know, to Davin Mincha, you know, on, on, on a road trip. Uh, lo, that would not be the case, and therefore it should clearly be. Uh, be uh, permissible. Okay. Tani Tana Kameder of Nachman. It was uh, Tana taught before of Nachman. Hamipalel Marchik Arba Amot Umashtim. So there's two things, similar things, but slightly different. That the person who davens, uh, and again, davening always means Shmona Esrei, has to then distance himself for Amot from where he davened, and then he can urinate in that place. And if, on the flip side, if somebody who urinates and then wants to daven afterwards, he has to go for Amot away from where he urinates, and then daven uh, in that more distant location. So Amrle, so he said back to him as follows. Rav Nachman said back. It works well if you say the first halacha, that's somebody, uh, or the second halacha, actually. Uh, yeah, the, the, the second halacha, the, the mashtin person who urinates has to go for him out the way and then daven tanina. That we learned in the bright. That makes sense. It tells us how far do you have to distance yourself from uh, urine and from soa from excrement. It says for him Okay, so you can't daven. You can't daven near those things. But why do I have to tell? I have this halacha that if uh, if you daven in one location, you have to distance yourself from that location in order to urinate. Why would it be the case? If that's the case, you're going to now sanctify all the paths of Naharda. Meaning, not, not in terms of urination, in terms of davening. It means that everywhere in Naharda, people daven everywhere in Naharda. So, but you can never, it means you can never uh, urinate anywhere, like side of the road somewhere, because it could be that someone has, uh, has davened here. That seems a little bit preposterous. So, Tani, Yashe. So, teach instead, now that you have to distance yourself, but Yashe, you have to wait the amount of time uh, uh, that it would take to walk for Amot. That's what it means. Okay, now, if that's the case, we have to still understand the two sides. 
I understand if somebody urinates, they have to wait the amount of time it takes to walk for Amot, which is like a few seconds, because of Nitzotot. Nitzotot means like, uh, uh, like sprinkling or droplets, meaning that a person, sometimes, you know, when you, you urinate, so you have to like uh, shake it off a little bit. And sometimes, you know, if you, don't, if you uh, start davening right away, there's still a little bit of, say, urine coming out. Okay, so that's not, that's not appropriate when you're davening Shemona Esri. So you should wait, wait a couple seconds. Okay. But why should the person who davening Shemona Esri have to wait for Amot, the time of for Amot, uh, in order to then urinate. Why, that, why should that be? So Amr Abashi, this is a very nice idea, actually. Rabashi says, He says that all, the, the whole time, within like the amount of time it takes to do Dalon Amot, let's say it takes three seconds, a person's tefillah is still arranged in his mouth, and his lips are like moving still, you know, in, in the matter of the tefillah. Meaning it's a very nice idea, I don't know if it's true, but it's a very nice idea that it's sort of like the effect of the tefillah is so powerful that like you'll still be like involved physically even in the, uh, in the, uh, in the act of tefillah, even when you've said the final word, it's sort of like, you're, it's almost like, you know, like, like, like uh, turn off the car and you to like settle down a little bit. That's what we have to do. Like we're so like spiritually like moved in the tefillah, like it takes our body a little bit of time to settle down after the tefillah so you can't go and urinate right away uh, at that point. Okay, that's it. Now we have Zalfan Siman. This is a little uh, Siman for the Zalad Lama Peinu. We'll see how this plays out. But here we go. Shalu Talmidav et Rabbi Zaka. They asked Rabbi Zaka. That's the Zion. Bemeherachta Yamim. What did you do to merit long life? Amr lahem miyamai. You see how you see that seems to be a relevant question. You'll see why it's relevant. Amr lahem miyamai lo hishtanti mai b'toch arba amoshot dila. It says because I never uh, urinated within four amot of where I daven. Furthermore. Uh, that's the only connection. Okay, now we just other things. Veloki niti shem lachabi rai. I never um, gave my uh, friends nicknames, right? Which is implies like sometimes that's implied to be like disparaging. Kibar Rav Mitzia talks about uh, that being like onah advarim. One way of onah advarim is you saw that. What about Rav No, it's not, not polite. It's not polite. So he didn't, he didn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's not appropriate. Uh, so uh, okay, so uh, and, but of course we mean, of course we mean like permanent, you know, permanent. But anyway, the point is that uh, I never gave my friend nicknames. You're not allowed to do that. But it'll be talti kedusha yom. I also never neglected uh, saying kiddush. Okay, Friday night. I guess it's wine. Ima zakena haitali. I had an old woman, uh, old mother. Excuse me. Pamachat machra kipasha barosha bevili kiddush. One time she sold like her head covering and she brought me uh, wine for kiddush. Uh, kiddush yom. Okay. Tana, it was talk. Shemeta, when his mother died, he nichalo gimel meod garbiyain. She left him behind as an inheritance, three hundred barrels of wine. So, seems like a solid amount. Shemetu, but when he died, he nichalo benav shloshet alafim garbiyain. He left his children three thousand barrels of wine. I guess the Gemara is attributing that to his uh, kpeda on uh, saying kiddush with wine. Makes sense, right? He paid attention to this mitzvah with wine, so he was blessed with wine. Rapuna hava asar. Rita, the Kajmai Darab. Rapuna was uh, a sar here, means he was like um, girded up with a belt of uh, straw, and he stood before Rav. Amrle, my high, he says, What's this? It's like ridiculous, like you're wearing this ridiculous belt. Amrle, lo havili kidusha, umeshkante lehimaine, vatai kidusha. I didn't have kiddush wine, so I, uh, I collateraled off my belt, and I, and I used the money to, uh, for the loan. To uh, to buy uh, kiddush wine. Amar uh, le yehi rabba de titum bishirai. He says uh, it should be God's will that you should be uh, uh, like surrounded by silk. Like you know that you're willing to sell off your belt. You should and that's what surrounds you now. This is straw. You should be surrounded by silk. I guess you'll be less uh, things. So you'll see this funny story. Gemara says ki ichla rabba bere. So when the rabba his son got married, Rav Huna uh, Rav Huna is in his Rav Huna was a short man. 
Okay, he was a small guy. Gama Apuria, he was lying down on the bed. Antem Bante Vakalte, his daughter and his uh, and his daughters and, son, and daughters-in-law came. Shalcham Veshadim Manahu Alei, and they wanted to throw like their I guess their silk. Uh, uh, coats on the bed, but they didn't see him because he was so tiny. They didn't see him, and uh, they threw him on top of him. until he was covered in silk, exactly in accordance with him. Now, it's, I guess it's unfortunate. Like sometimes you want the bracha to be taken non-literally, and he'd be rich. But okay, nonetheless. So Shama Rav, Rav heard about this. and he got angry. Why? Amar by time alone, Amar Lee, ki brachtiyach b'chein lamar. Why did when if you see the bracha came true? So when I gave you the bracha, you should have said to me b'chein lamar. Like so did you, right? Because you see, like the bracha came true, would have been great. That I also get surrounded by silk. I guess he also probably not figuratively, but nonetheless. Okay, uh, one more point. Shalu tamina ve Rabbi Lazar ben Shemur ben Meharachim. A similar uh, story. They asked the students. Uh, the students asked Rabbi Lazar ben Shemur, "Why? How did you merit a uh, long life?" Amalhem miyamaylo asidik kabandari lebedikaneset. I never made a, a shul a kabandari. A kabandari means a shortcut. Okay, I never like walked through the shul to make a shortcut. And I never like walked over the heads of the holy people, meaning like when I was like walking through the Gibbashir, I never like walked over people. That's why you see some people like mock me that to step over somebody. It's like disrespectful, so they didn't do that. I never like raised my hands as without making the bracha beforehand. Um, and that's uh, that's all. We'll do uh, one more. Is okay. Shalu tamid of Rabbi Pereda ben Meharachta Yamim. So the students asked Rabbi Pereda, "What did you do to merit a long life?" Amalehem mi amaylo kidmani adam lebeit mizrach. A person never got to the base majesh before me. Velo berachti lifnei kohen. I never like led the zimun before uh, before a kohen. I always gave the kavod to the kohen. Velo achalti mi behimashelo hermu batnutel. And I never uh, ate from an animal that didn't have the proper uh, gifts if, as a kohen uh, as, as a korban. Had the gifts to the kohen, so I never uh, I never uh, avoided that. Dam Rabbi Yosef like Rabbi Yochanan astor la. As it was stated, that you're not allowed to eat from an animal that doesn't have the proper uh, gifts of portion. Okay, we'll stop there.